0: For The Hartford Current, I'm Mike Hammond, and this is Capital Watch. Should I leave Connecticut? Should I stay in Connecticut? It's a debate that's been going on here seemingly forever. But since the midterm election, it feels a little bit more intense. Ariana Baish wrote her own take on it for The Current's opinion pages a few weeks ago. Today, Baish reads her piece. And after the break, Baish and opinion editor Leslie Corey dive deeper into the whole should I stay or should I go narrative. But first, here's Ariana Beige.
1: I used to spend entire afternoons at the library, researching cities that would be cool to live in. I'd moved back in with my parents temporarily, and I was constantly thinking about where I'd go once I was ready to move out. I was determined to find the perfect place for me. I'd watch YouTube videos called Why I Moved to Seattle or read forums comparing Boston to Philly. I wasn't counting Connecticut out. I'd read what people in the op-ed pages of The Current had to say, the pros and cons of living here. When I closed my laptop, I was no closer to living in those cooler cities and my life in Connecticut was not enhanced by any of this. I was already feeling detached and this habit led to even more apathy. Since that wasn't getting any results, I turned to fortune-telling. I found a book in my brother's old bedroom called the Yi-Ching, which could be consulted by following a coin-flipping ritual. I was skeptical of divination, sure, but I wanted to never read another Why I Left Connecticut piece again. My fortune was entitled Following. It explained that there's the child, open to all possibilities, and then there's the adult. It read, The adult makes her choice and pursues it with an earnest steadiness of purpose. Then, hopefully, she stops and makes herself at home with what she has attained. It was simple and true. I needed to pass into the next stage of my life. This resonated with me. It made me feel something. Maybe I could sit with this advice the next time I felt like searching for the perfect place to live. It told me I needed to follow where I was being nudged. To identify a nudge, it's crucial to close out all the tabs on your computer, be very quiet, and breathe. I realized my most realistic path to regaining independence was to stop searching and to make myself at home where I was. When I was about to sign a lease for my first apartment in Hartford, my anxiety returned. I called my brother. I was looking for one last outside opinion. He said I should go for it. If it didn't work out, I could leave and go somewhere else. Yeah, but what if I don't leave, I asked. What if I'm letting myself get sucked in? The urge to Google best totally unique cities for young people resurfaced. So I hung up my phone and returned to the Yi Ching, reading the rest of the fortune. Leave your familiar corner behind and go all the way out of the gates, where you can participate in the whole group and be guided by its larger story, it said. That's a much more positive way of looking at getting sucked in. Once again, referring to a fortune helped me to stay the course and not fall down the rabbit hole of internet hot takes. My ties to the city were nudging me. I signed my lease. It's been two years. I've bounced around to a few different towns. I'm in West Hartford now, and I'm not in a rush to leave the state. The fortune didn't make any argument for or against Connecticut, It helped me get clarity about myself and the role I play in my own happiness. I couldn't see it when I was agonizing over my decision, but it's really not that important where I, Ariana Raquel Beish, live right now. I'm not that important. I like being part of the larger story and not feeling cut off from the world like I did when I couldn't stop thinking about where I need to be. I get to be myself, find what works for me, and stop obsessively consulting others. I don't need that to amount to anything particularly glamorous or envious or whatever criteria I was judging my life by before. I'm grateful to fully experience the ups and downs. If you find yourself wondering what it would be like to try living in Connecticut, not looking for where you'd be happier, but really living in Connecticut, I can't tell you. If you're open to it, a fortune may reveal itself to you. But I did learn that it's okay to leave it to chance.
0: That was Ariana Beche. After a short break, Ariana speaks with opinion editor Leslie Corey about her decision to give Connecticut a shot and what that means for her life and career going forward. Stick around. Husky fans, listen up. We've got another podcast we want to tell you about. UConn Insider from the Hartford Current takes a deep dive into all things UConn athletics. Host Chris Broder brings you exclusive, in-depth interviews with coaches, players, and reporters who are dishing out expert analysis each and every week. Search for UConn Insider wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe today.
1: Want more from The Current? You can subscribe to our 5 Things to Know newsletter to get the latest headlines in your inbox every morning. Politics, breaking news, Yukon sports, opinion, and more. Head to current.com slash newsletters to sign up today.
0: We're going to take a quick break. We're going to tell you about a new initiative here at The Current. We're all about new initiatives. Michaela Kane, take it away.
2: Sure. I'm going to tell you about The Thread, which is our new
1: news source for millennials created by millennials here at The Current. Give us a follow on social at The CT on your favorite platforms, or you can sign up for our newsletter at current.com
2: slash newsletters. You good with that? Yeah. You've been here two years now reset
1: right like like like
2: calling yeah. calling
1: Connecticut your actual home home
2: mm. like it's been two
1: years so when I got my own residence in Connecticut it was January twenty eighteen so it's coming up on two years okay yeah how- but then the period of time that I like was not calling Connecticut my home but living here with my parents was maybe like eight months before okay that. yeah okay how are you doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm well, it's funny. I'm I'm now in the process of again of figuring out what's next because I'm thinking about going back to school and I would really love to I think I once envisioned oh, grad school that's a great time to like go see another place and so that's that's an option, but I'm also I see so much my life would be really a lot easier and I would get to keep so many of the the ties that I've established, like if I were to go to school in state. So I'm I am hoping to to be sticking around. So that's why my piece I I didn't declare myself as like I'm here. I'm not going anywhere because I'm flexible. To and everyone other is places. like I think
2: that's what's so can be so complicated about this topic. And I've just sort of dubbed it the conversation that won't quit. Um, I think I mentioned to you, I'm newer to Connecticut as well, and I've never heard anyone talk about a state like they do here. It's very interesting to me. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of fascinated by wow, it and kind of confused yeah. by it. Um, you know, and people hmm. either, like, seem to – they appear to either really love it or really hate it, and it's one of these, like, one of the others. But we do that with everything now. We polarize everything, right? You're either one thing or you're the other thing. And so when you do that, though, to a state, and a state that, like – you have lived in and it was your home and just because you're maybe deciding that you want to leave or explore somewhere else it doesn't mean you have to like declare it Mm. (laughs) not adequate or not your home you know and so I think you know you're mentioning you read a lot of these pieces in the current I'm I'm interested in what you were taking away from them and like I mean because they they're taking a position of you know should I stay or should I leave Mm. you know and how that was influencing what you even thought about the
1: state I mean I think definitely the stay or leave it started to, in my head, I guess I felt very polarized. Like I started, because also in my position, I lived at home. So it's like, I'm not staying, like, I don't want to continue living with my parents. I want to, so I want, in that sense, I want to leave. There's a leaving that's going, that I hope to make happen. Um, but then it did make me start to think, okay, by leaving... It did not occur to me that I could leave my parents' home and live in Connecticut and still, and like be my own person and experience a lot of change and growth um, and come into my own as an adult, even though it was my home state and it was the same state that my parents lived in and that I had been living in. I I didn't realize that it would still be a change. It kind of started to seem like if you are looking for a change, it's got to be somewhere Outside of Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you? Was there anything useful
2: in these like pro and con research you were doing and the current articles hmm. and whatnot, you know, was there anything that was like, oh, that resonates or was it just adding to the confusion?
1: I didn't find anything really that, re- that resonated for me and especially because I was reading the similar stay or leave or comparison stuff for like lots of places and seeing so much overlap of what these were talking (laughs) about it seemed like you you could imagine someone going from each place to place and there is definitely going to be something that they're they're missing out on that they had to sacrifice by leaving because yeah if you start to notice like oh this this one place that seems awesome it's like really walkable like that's so great there's going to be another Place that proclaims that same place. They'll be like, I left that walkable place, and let me tell you, like, I'm so much better. So I don't know. It just it, it just cycles, and so I couldn't find anything to like hold on to, and I think that's why that's why I wrote this because because I didn't find things that resonated with me, and uh, maybe just wanted to address like anyone who was in a similar position and couldn't find couldn't find resonance even though it seemed to be everywhere like the internet is so full of it it's like why can't i figure this out like it's almost like information overload yes yeah. yeah so i really it it just like really clicked with me to to turn to the fortune because i could like just filter everything out and it just kind of reminded me like check in with yourself like what cuz i and i do think that most people could could benefit from from just doing that from like... Well, it's the flip yeah. a coin
2: phenomena, right? Like in the moment the coin's flipping, you mm-hmm. kind of realize like, oh, I want to stay. I want to... Like you know before it lands what you're yes. it to land on, heads or tails, you know? Yes. And I think we... I think that kind of buys into the... We forget that we're always in transitory periods. Like we're not meant to stay in one place necessarily, you know? And, and especially right out of college, right? That's when you're just trying to figure out your career. And then, I mean but we're at a place in our society where 10 years later you can refigure out your career like what you do at 18 does not have to be what you do at 25, 40 or 60 you know you can keep making these transitions But it's so interesting to me how Connecticut's just so – the residents here just take a stake in this. Like, you know, like I've lived my life here. My kids have gone through school. We've, you know, benefited from the taxes and the good schools and how that, you know, all works together. But we're not invested in this anymore, so I don't want to be here, you know. And so there's like this interesting conversation around that. And I'm just like, well, when you don't see yourself portrayed in the system anymore, is that enough reason to leave? Do you have to make it a reason to leave or can't you just – want to leave you know you would have to justify our reasons to no end
1: because well because it is so complex of what makes you decide where you want to live so I definitely think that there's probably a tendency to to ascribe some particular reason for staying or for leaving that doesn't capture like your actual lived experience in the place and I think like my experience Was evidence of that like I went I lived in a place that is very seen as like super desirable to live in and and I also couldn't tell you like if someone were to be like do you think I should like live live in Brooklyn do you think I should move there I would be like all I know is like for me at the time like I wasn't finding happiness there and but there's no way to actually communicate yep. why, a, a reason to or not to move somewhere. Um,
2: I think in this like time of, of social media and where everyone has a voice on some platform or another, we're all looking to make our individual choices and be individuals, but we also want to be part of the pack and the herd, you know, and sort of figure out where those lines cross and how they work together. Um, I'm from California originally, and people ask me this all the time, like, why would you ever leave California? Like, that's, like, the goal or whatever, you know? And I'm like, it's home. I I like some aspects of it. I don't like other aspects, just like anywhere else I've lived, you know? And so um, when I started reading these, like, why I'm leaving Connecticut stories, it was just fascinating to me because they read to me, like, grass is greener, you know, stories a lot of times where I'm like, it is greener until you get there and find the patches that aren't green, you know?
1: Right. When you're always doing the grass is greener, you don't see what you have going for you here and... I think it can just – for me, it really distracted from – and it just enabled me to continue thinking of myself as this is temporary and this is just for now. Um, like If I didn't think that I had unlimited options of places to live, I probably – I would start to think, okay, I have to, you know, try to find more, more enjoyment here. But if you think you have a million options of other places – I don't know. You're a sucker. Like, you're not just a sucker. You're getting sucked in, which is like, I don't know where, like where I, I definitely thought that way that if I start to find things that I like about this place, yeah, then I'm getting, mm-hmm. I'm going to be stuck mm-hmm. and, and not necessarily. And I think that that's maybe something for me as it, at the time, right out of college, I had zero perspective on life that, that it's, that it's super long. And, there's really no such thing as being stuck like mm-hmm. or permanence yeah. or yeah yeah and I think
2: that's where a lot of this
1: clash happens is
2: you know people have entered a different like period in their life where they decided to make a change and the I think the problem comes when you decide to put your voice out there about why you've made this change and someone else is reading it that's in a different period of their life you know or they don't they don't have that option on the table, right? Like that mm-hmm. like leaving a place is not necessarily an option for for a lot of people. Um and so it's this clash of misunderstanding, you know. Um and we get a lot of people writing in after we publish these kinds of pieces that are saying, you know, like you should really invest in where you live and like if there are if there are things you don't like, then work to make them better. Like that will make that's what makes you part of the community. And I hear that and I think that's valid, but I also don't think it you know, invalidates someone's want to enter a different chapter in their life somewhere else. You know, I don't think there is a right or wrong to this debate. Um, so I'm kind of curious what you think about mm. that. And, you know, if you think there are values in sharing, like, your kind of story mm. and other stories we've shared around this topic.
1: I wasn't sure about putting this piece out there because I just I didn't want to maybe add to that weight of, like, oh, my God, just another internet hat take that's going to confuse people even more or if you're in a different stance make you even more sure of your you're going to read this and be like I'm totally sure of my stance now look at what the other side of this has (laughs) to say Um, so I'm going to just use this to kind of like uh, bolster my own opinion that I already have or be like yeah I totally relate to that ultimately like the best thing to do that I found was to check in with myself and To tune everything out and not um, listen to other people's experiences or not to like take too much, not to assume that my experience would go a certain way just because of, I don't know, you could run some numbers and look at certain metrics and like have a very rational decision around it. In, this, in your mm-hmm. case, you know, it almost seems like there is value
2: in that you had. You realized you weren't getting what you wanted out of these pieces. And where else are you going to turn at this point? But, mm-hmm. to you know, you're going to have to figure this out yourself, you know. So it's a little <laughs> – it says there wasn't value in them in the way, you know, I think that people are looking for value in stories sometimes. Right. Um, yeah, they,
1: I guess – so, no, not that – yeah, not that there's no no value to it. More that none of them resonated with me. But it's, it's I guess, good to know – Where other people in your are coming from, and how they're thinking about things.
2: At least in my experience with these, you know, it seems like a lot of the demographic we have writing these are people who are entering a stage in their life where they are ready to leave and go somewhere else, right? Um, And it's typically like you're retired, your kids are through school, you're done here, type of thing. You know, you've lived a good portion of your life here, and that that a lot of times is the demographic that's writing these these pieces and wanting them to be published and we don't hear from younger people very often about this you know and what do you think other people around your age would you know or your your where you're at in life Mm -hmm. would want to say about or would have to say about staying here you know Hmm. do you think that there's a larger population we're probably missing
1: um that would speak to this there are sometimes people that almost try to speak for younger people and they'll be like, we're leaving because of this, this and that. And plus it's like not even a great place for young, like I know every young person I know doesn't want to be here and like it's not a good place for young people. And it's not coming from necessarily a peer in a lot of cases. And it's, like over, it's overstated the, the whole idea that it's not a, a desirable place for young people to live. I I also don't want to speak for everyone. I mean, I will say, like... Do you have uh, friends, though,
2: that, like, very much have bought into living mm -hmm. here, you know? Or does your peer group... Do they talk about leaving as well? You know, I guess that's what I'm kind of trying to get at.
1: Yeah, I think there there is a similar... There is a similar stay-or-go divide that I've observed. So just anecdotally, like, I remember uh, recently I was in Boston. uh, Maybe, like, a year ago I was in Boston and um, buying liquor so I had to give my ID and the guy at the cash register who was also young was like oh you're from Connecticut like you made it out too (laughs) and I was like oh I made it out yeah for the weekend you know like I made it out for the weekend I actually do live in Connecticut and I've I have met people I have met people in New York who had a similar thing of like oh I feel so bad for people that Are still in Connecticut. I feel so bad for that, that portion of of the population. Like, but it's kind of funny because and the Boston example is funny because one of the things that is nice about Connecticut is it is really easy to go to Boston for a weekend and like explore that city, have fun there, and come home. So I don't know what he thought of that when I was like, oh, I live there and it's fine. But then I also have friends who who are from Connecticut that you know I grew up with that live in other cities. And then when they do come back, they have a really good time and they tell me that, like, they'll defend Connecticut to people who look down on it and be like, there's, like, I don't really see why people think it's not a good place to live in. And it's kind of by chance that, like, I, I, just, I did decide to leave, but um, also a lot of them are not counting out, like, the, the thought that they would someday find themselves back here.
2: It's interesting that even the people that have left are still continuing the conversation Mm. of why I left. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's like, all right, you left. Like, (laughs) you don't have to continue telling people why you left. (laughs) No,
1: You don't, like, you don't have to keep on bashing it. You already, you made it. So, and that's how you know that it's not about Connecticut. Like, it maybe is, it's about something deeper. Because, yeah, if it was really just about what you like or don't like about this state, I, f- I feel like it would become irrelevant once it's you leave. Past. Yeah. yeah, but it's yeah. There's something something else going on.
0: Thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week. Insight is brought to you by the Hartford Current Opinion and Community Engagement Team. Head over to current.com backslash opinion for editorials, op-eds, letters to the editor, and caption contests. See you soon.